0: Welcome to another episode of The Wealth Principles. I am your host for today, Charles Dan. So, I want to welcome those tuning in from our audio podcast, which is on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share today's video with your friends, family, co workers, and those all around. You definitely want to get a lot of our content out. Again, this is The Wealth Principles. Also, we are on Instagram and soon to be on Twitter. Keep a lookout for any updates key guest or any content that you guys may familiarize with your, yourselves with in the near future. So let's transition into today's episode. This is our year-end wrap-up. For those, again, that may have been following us in the past, we were previously the Danso Pitch. The reason why we agreed to kind of switch it up was to kind of diversify the podcast outside of the normal Danso solutions world where that is our main entity where we provide our design services which is website design logo design and business plans right now we're in the process of reshaping the company also with our podcast we want to provide the wealth knowledge that we have been provided through the Danso pitch now officially rebranded into the wealth principles that's for those listening to today's episode. Again, like I said, make sure to subscribe, like, and share today's episode. Thank you. So let's get right into today's episode. What do I want to highlight today's episode as? This is the last episode of the year of 2022. It's been a crazy year to say the least, audience. We've been dealing with so much from a political standpoint, from an educational standpoint, and obviously as we're going to highlight from a wealth standpoint. How is, has the markets been affected? How has jobs been affected? How has the housing been affected? How have families shopping been affected? We're going to highlight all these things and also kind of transition into 2023. What I expect may be some updates coming out that you guys want to be privy to or just be kind of prepare yourself for. So getting right into it, like I said, 2022 has been such a crazy year. What has kind of transpired? We dealt with gas. Increases with obviously the war going in on and on still between Ukraine and Russia now Obviously a lot of people may be asking themselves Why was that one of the main key? Factors the war as to a contributor as to why the rest of the world was getting affected heavily in paying high gas the reason being is because Russia actually depends on Ukraine and most of the other world based on Ukraine's ports. the reason being is because like like mentioned before Russia handles most of the reserves, the oil reserves, that is the oil emissions that you need to fuel the gas emissions to kind of provide gas for your cars. This is where a lot of gas stations where you go to BP, um, so many others, Exxon, there's so many others out there. I'm just naming the few that I know that are close to me, but there's others out there and they depend on countries like Saudi Arabia like Russia to kind of get all of these oil reserves to kind of refine the oil into gas to provide for your cars and automobile automobile vehicles excuse me so again how do they how do they get these oil reserves out they depend on the ports with their neighboring country of Ukraine this is where the war kind of went into effect because Putin and many of his advisors wanted to take Kind of what Apple did with chips where they're like, you know, we want to make and manufacture and ship our chips across the nation ourselves. Russia was like, I'm not going to be paying a certain tax just to kind of get my oil shipped outside of Russia to other parts of uh, other parts of the world. We're going to try to take control fully to get the shipment, get the oil reserves out there to get all the money collected to us as a result. Now, obviously, Putin is a man-man. So kind of transitioning into that, he kind of wanted to take over the whole component of just controlling everything himself. The problem being is, obviously, he didn't think that Rue would just... Uh, would come back with a fight. He thought that they would just back down. And it's great that they did because of the fact that it shows the resiliences of a country and obviously with the allied nations supporting Ukraine as a whole to kind of assist them in that regard. So that was one of the main components of 2022. I do believe that in 2023, there will be more steady uh, payment in gases. So pretty much in the $3 range, uh, if you're in California, looking at the $4 range and many other parts of the country. I do believe that it will be kind of steady, only because of the fact that now, I do believe that other countries are being more dependent on, um, such as Saudi, such as other countries like that, to kind of provide the oil, to get the reserves to provide the gas. That's very important. Now, another interesting component that I liked about this year was with Elon Musk. Elon Musk showed us that Being a CEO, heavy is the head that wears the crown, William Shakespeare. The reason being is because of the fact that Elon Musk took over Twitter officially. Obviously, of those that have been following that news story, he's been trying to take over that company for a while. Then he tried to back out of it last minute, but then obviously he has some contractual agreement, so he had to come back. So he officially became CEO of Twitter. The reason being is he became overwhelmed because I believe personally he didn't really see it as a company where he would be able, he would have to literally start from ground zero all the way up. I think he had his personal agenda. Then he decides to just kind of come in and say, okay, let me just try to utilize the resources of Twitter to kind of push my agenda to kind of get whatever plans that he has, maybe with Tesla or many other companies he may have. He has Neuralink, he has SpaceX. I could leverage uh, Twitter to kind of do that. The problem is that he probably saw a lot of issues that Twitter has. Because how does Twitter really make money? Twitter doesn't really run too many ads. And even with those ad dollars, marketing dollars are only so, but so much. And a huge conglomerate company such as that is important to understand that this is a social media giant that is competing with the likes of Instagram. Now, TikTok, obviously, you have so many others out there. So Elon Musk, Louis had to start from ground zero and that took away attention from other companies such as Tesla, such as the space exploration companies and many others like that. This is why you see uh, a lot of uh, issues that he's kind of facing right now with managing the various companies. This is why that and obviously as a result it showcases his leadership skills still need assistance on. That doesn't necessarily take away from his genius because I do believe that there is genius to Elon Musk as an inventor. I do believe he is very creative. I do believe that he is someone that could be beneficial to the future in terms of the creative process that he has. Now, it's interesting. I'm interested to learn how he's going to put the chips into human brains. I don't know what he's trying to do with that. I'm not going to go into that. That's for another discussion in itself. But I do believe in terms of what he's contributed through from PayPal all the way to Tesla to SpaceX, obviously with Twitter now, um, I think he is doing some good there with all the chaos that he kind of brings with him as himself. The problem is now, though, he's taken away attention from Tesla. So the innovational piece for research and development to expand Tesla has declined. This is why you see Tesla stock falling, because there's uncertainty there from investors. Because the thing is, now they're thinking, okay, what's next? If this guy's taking his full attention away from Tesla and then focusing solely on Twitter, what's the the status of the company? Because the fact that a lot of shareholders, a lot of money pulled into Tesla is heavily dependent on a lot of the resources that Elon Musk and his team provides to get a lot of the the success of Tesla. So this is why he's now looking for a new CEO. Obviously he's not doing too well with Twitter as well because I just think he's overwhelmed. So a lot of people are asking him to step down. I think he actually agreed to that. Now we'll actually be interested if he actually kind of uh, stays true to that. Because one thing I've learned about Elon Musk, I'm sure, audience, you've also learned, is Elon Musk is very indecisive with his decision-making. I think that is somebody that always has a brain that's always flowing, always thinking of thoughts, much like Kanye West, not comparing the two, but just to say that, People that are very creative, they tend to have brains that are working continuously. If we're working at 100%, they're like at 120, 130. So he, his thought process is is always one way or the other. He never is consistent in his decision making. So again, like I am interested to see, does he actually step away from Twitter? What's going to be the status of that company headed into 2023? As well as Tesla and the other companies that he's managing. Now, that's very important, audience. Why? Is because an investor, you wanna keep track of that. You wanna see how, maybe if you have stock in Tesla, how it's gonna shape out in the new uh, year. Also, who's he gonna hire a CEO? Because Elon Musk kind of displays a status of nepotism in some ways, which can be good and bad. Obviously not saying you shouldn't hire family and stuff like that, but are they actually qualified for the job? Are his friends actually qualified for the job? I think it's better, me personally, is to hire somebody that he's not familiar with but someone that he knows can be able to do the job effectively those tend to be the better leaders someone that can actually not have any personal agenda behind because he knows Elon Musk personally etc etc but like I said Elon comes off like someone that is entitled in a certain ways so I do believe that he would want to keep his thumb still on a company like Tesla even if he's not the CEO Amazon Jeff Bezos does it he doesn't actually do the day-to-day operation but I do believe he has uh, an ear to Amazon still uh, through Andy Jassy. If I mispronounce the name, my apologies, but I do believe that is the current CEO of Amazon. So that's important to note. And many other CEOs have done this throughout the years. He's not the only one that stepped down or founders of companies or managing CEOs that have stepped down and obviously came back in that realm. I think the most interesting one transitioning is Bob Eager. Bob Eager, the former CEO, CEO now CEO again of Disney came back when Disney was kind of struggling based on the Innovational piece now when Bob Eagle was in at the company for decades he did see uh, Disney become what the powerhouse that it it is today through the amusement parks through the streaming services and many other various deals that Disney has done over the years that I do believe the shareholders of Disney, since it is a publicly traded company, wanted to see the massive success now because of the streaming wars that has started through Netflix, through HBO, through Showtime. I can go on and on and on. But having someone like Bob Eager who is an innovator, I do believe he's a visionary, much like what Steve Jobs was. Now, he's not the vision, the creator of what Steve Jobs was, but I do believe Bob Eager is a visionary based on how to helm a company. I think you can kind of compare him more in this time period to more like a Tim Cook for Apple. That What does that mean? That means that they're always thinking of what's next. I think Bob Eager, when he was in power fully at Disney before he stepped down, was going through that, going through those kind of turns where he was able to take the company to the next level of Disney now I don't now speculation is because there were some things happening with I believe some sex candles and stuff like that I, I that why he kind of wanted to step down now I'm not going to get into that again like I said audience my main focus is to say that Disney is going to be a company to watch out for in 2023 why is that well, because of the shows. Now, the con- the streaming has kind of fell a little bit just because there's so much content out there. But I do believe that there's going to be a lot of interesting deals and shows that's going to be coming to Disney in the 2023 year. So for the audience listening, I do believe that Disney is a stock that you want to closely follow. I do believe that Netflix is going to take a, a little bit of a hit, especially now that they're going to want to put a, sta- uh, put a, a, a stop to a lot of the password sharing. Also, how much money are they pulling into a lot of the shows that they have through Netflix with a lot of uh, the deals that they're getting? This is why they're doing a lot of comedy specials, because they know that comedy, especially with the big names like a Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, I can go on and on and on. People are going to gravitate to them because those are the staple people in that world. And comedy is someone that if people always want to laugh especially during the times that we're in right now, where financially we may be struggling, job losses, etc., etc., etc. So people, again, it's a mental component. It's a psychological component as to how people will wanna be interested in investing in the company as well. So this is why Netflix is pulling a lot of money into their comedy specials. Now, I think Disney is gonna replicate that as well, and it's gonna become more of a who's pulling more money into a lot of these as well. But I think Disney also will get a lot of shows and movies Um, Similar to what maybe might be like a Star Wars kind of component but you know doing it for other throwbacks or even new ones that may be created. So like I said Disney is going to be a stock I would definitely want to pay attention to. Now with their amusement park component this is going to be interesting because again. Do I believe we're going to hit another pandemic? Not as extreme, but cases are still there. So I think from the amusement park component, I think that is going to take some time. But I do, th- I think during the summer, especially now people are getting more comfortable to be out and travel, that they will see an increase in their stock as well. Now, that is for Disney. And I was, like I said, I do believe Bob Eager is the man for the job. I don't think he should have never left in the first place. But I do believe that now he is back at the helm at Disney, that that's going to be a company that you want to study, especially going into the new year. Now, transitioning a little further, one of the the biggest questions is, are we going to be in a recession in 2023? Now, obviously, I'm not an actual market uh, forecaster. But based on the research I've been able to done and obviously working in the financial world, I've been able to kind of be privy to a lot of the stuff that's transitioning into the 2023 year. And what do I believe is going to happen? I do believe we are already kind of in a recession without being a recession. As you've been following the trends, there's been a market bubble. Now, what is a market bubble? Now, that is when housing becomes uh, really tough to kind of afford a lot of a lot of housing that you probably could have afforded in the various states especially maybe in the southern states and midwest becomes a little bit more pricey i'm not even going to get into the northeast that's a whole different beast in itself <laughs> but that's for another day like i said job losses as you've been seeing a lot of layoffs in the financial field techno technological field marketing field and so many others And also, in terms of money compensation, how much people are getting paid based on inflation. Now, the Federal Reserve, they kind of help based on the inflation component. So, things probably that should be more expensive kind of aren't right now. But it still is relatively bad if you kind of look at it from that component. Because, again, people are losing jobs. People aren't getting paid higher wages as they should be. So, it's going to be tough to buy and even sell homes, it's gonna be tough to buy products. This is why if you go to the store right now, you still see Christmas Uh, stuff out there that could be clothes, uh, whatever the case that you want to buy toys. They're still out there because people are struggling right now financially, especially during the, the bubble that we're in right now, that financial bubble. Now, obviously the market has lost over, I think, 11 trillion is what was last reported. So obviously we're in a bear market. Bear market is basically the stock market has taken a tumble in all various sectors, in the tech sector, in the energy sector, in the pharmaceutical sector, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I do believe around March to April that the stock market will slowly increase. And I think by summer, The housing market will steadily increase why is that because of the fact that i do believe that government will get a bailout they will get more spending i do believe that jobs are kind of restructuring right now but once they get their annual budget for the 2023 year they want to start hiring people and prospecting people so that usually means you go through the interview process in january february by march april People are going to start getting rehired. Jobs are going to start selling increasing. So people will start getting more money and spending. So that's going to be very important to kind of keep a track off. So I do believe if you're looking for housing, I will look more towards the end of spring, beginning summer into that, that end of Q2, Q3 range is going to be important. Obviously, if you're looking to invest in the market, I think this is actually a good time because the fact that stocks are cheap. People tend to think because the market has taken a hit, this is when they should invest in stocks. No, do the opposite. When the market is taking a hit and and companies' stocks are taking a hit in terms of pricing, this is when you want to invest. Because they will increase, you want to do your research as well. What are three sectors I do believe will see an increase in the 2023 year? I think it's going to be pharmaceutical. Why pharmaceuticals? Because think about it. People are gonna be more out the more the war, the more the warm weather happens. But we still have COVID. And I think COVID is gonna be here for a while. I wish it wasn't, but I have to be honest with you, audience. So people are gonna be more sick when they go out for barbecues, when you are at the uh, kids are out in the pools and hanging out with more friends as the weather gets nicer. And again, when you're clustered in various spaces, you're gonna get sick and people are gonna pass a lot of the sicknesses on. So we kind of let's look at Let's look at COVID as kind of like the flu. So you're going to get, you need to get your shots. You need to get boost. You need to take medication when you get sick. This is going to be pouring also in Q1 as the weather gets even colder. If you live in the Northeast, even now, it seems it's happening in the South and the, and the West Coast. Wherever you are. So you want to make sure you prepare for that. So a lot of farm pharmacies are gonna see increases in drugs. What I mean by drugs is medication you're gonna be taking. Uh if people that get sick, they're gonna to have to go to the hospital. So that's gonna be a lot of supplies that's gonna to have to be distributed. So I think a lot of these companies, even retail pharmaceutical companies like CVS, Walgreens, etc., right aid will see increases in the stock market in Q1 into the spring and summer of 2023. Also I'm curious to watch Apple. Now, a lot of people may be like, why Apple? Because I feel like they have a big announcement coming in 23. Now, I don't know what exactly that is. I couldn't tell you. But usually, Apple tends to have a big announcement when they get quiet or nothing is really moving. Now, they did see a little bit of an increase in the iphone the recent iphone 14 but i think they have something big coming out that could be more their wearables that's like their iwatch or even like the the what is it the headphones that could be a tablet. That could be even the Apple Car that they were developing. Now, how long are they going to push that? They said 2024, 20, 25, but they can get an early start to 20 end of 23. So again, Apple and the tech sectors are something that I want. I would technically watch because, like I said, as people get more jobs, people are wanting to invest into technology. So you can look at your Microsofts, your Google's, your Apples, um, and and kind of follow that trend. Now, also. TikTok is getting a bend especially in the US. I think a lot of other countries will follow suit. So what does that exactly mean? That means that people do content, a lot of content creators, especially this our generation now and younger, tend to do a lot of content and that's our way of income. So, and a lot of people, not everybody's Mark Zuckerberg, not everybody's uh, you know, Jack Dorsey and many people like this. So if you're losing TikTok or there's a restriction on TikTok, what does that mean? That means you come back to Instagram. That means you're back on Facebook more. You're on these social giants. So I think watching a lot of the social media giants in 23 as a stock to invest in, maybe like a meta, is important. So I would definitely watch meta in 2023 because I do see an increase in that stock and I think that now that the company is taking a little bit of hit with their internal struggles with the layoffs and everything else like that, I do believe that uh, Meta and, and many other social media giants like that is something to watch outside of just TikTok. Now, that's going to also be dependent on how Mark Zuckerberg does his management change. Because I think if I had to grade Mark Zuckerberg's management, not even just himself, but the people he has surrounding him, is probably a C. That means they're okay. They're not that great. But if he is smart enough in terms of... And not even smart enough. Let me rephrase that. If he's humble enough to understand that he fucked up in in this 2022 year, I do believe that he will get the right advisors around him in 23 and reshape the company to be better. Now, again, I think... Twitter can make some noise if Elon Musk gets the right management in place, but that's left to be seen. So I am skeptical on Twitter entering the 2023 year. I would not jump into it until the end of Q2, which is end of June entering July. That is when I will start looking at Twitter to kind of make a move. If you're looking to invest in any social media companies as an investor, that's important. Real estate market, like I said, again, is not probably going to pop off until summertime. That's around June, maybe end of spring, like around end of May, entering June is when I will look at housing. If you're looking to buy or even rent to some component, Uh, but I would look more so as a buyer because buying is ultimately the end goal. I believe that ownership is what you want to have for you know a home. So if you are a family or a new family looking to move into a home, I wouldn't look at that till end of May, beginning June. Because like I said, I think that's when people will start getting more of the income. And obviously, um, I think the market will start to steadily increase and get to a stable component, entering more of a bull market where stocks will be up And the market overall will see income. So that will ultimately switch and have people wanting to kind of move out, get more money, more income as jobs increase and want to get houses or homes for themselves, which will see more increase in that real estate market. So that's very important. Now, transitioning, what is the wealth principles? What is this podcast have for updates entering the new year? Many of you guys will see a lot of guests. We will see guests in various industries, industries that are relatively not just entrepreneur, but you'll see folks from the tax industry. We'll have we'll have interviews with accountants that will teach a step-by-step basis of how to file when, when, when your personal income, your Cash App income, your gambling income, your real estate income, how what type of forms you want to file under, how to hire the right accountant. What fee does generally a, a, the accountant charge? Where you're not getting cheated out of, and when you're not trying to lowball an accountant, what is the appropriate price to pay an accountant? These are questions that we're gonna have. We're gonna have people that work in the finance industry, in the tech industry. How do you get into the tech industry? How's the interview process? We're gonna hire hiring. We're gonna interview hiring managers. We're gonna interview people that work as sports agents. So much others out there, lawyers, How? what is the NDA? Why does Lori Harvey actually get her boyfriends to sign NDAs? Why do the Kardashians do it? Is there income attached to it? Is there a payout if the NDA is violated? A non-disclosure agreement, for those that may not know the acronym of that. So again, this is all conversations that we're going to have, just to kind of give you guys a snippet. I am super excited. Again, we're going to be more consistent Because 2022 was a tumultuous time for us as a company, as me as the leader, I take full responsibility to say that we had a lot to work on. But in 2023, we will not disappoint. We will drop an episode every week. We may even do two depending on what episodes we're specifically want to drop at what time. We're going to drop it chronologically so you guys will get updates in advance that week of so you guys understand what type of episode we're doing, what we're going to be promoting. I'm going to do it on my personal page as well as the business pages so you guys are aware. If you guys are interested in coming on, I want you guys to email us at info at solutions.com or my personal which I will have in the description charlesdansel12 at gmail.com now this is just for business purposes if you're coming just to say hello well if you don't know me personally I don't really care to speak to you (laughs) if you're here to speak business and I don't know you I welcome you and I say come let's interact let's talk let's get to know each other better again like I said this is 2023 year is going to be a great year for us as a company. We have lots to provide for you guys. And we're also looking for those that are interested in, provide, in in promoting any type of small businesses. Any type, If you have a business out there, you're looking for promo, we do pretty good numbers, so we can get that out for you guys. We'll talk about maybe a fee down the line, but for right now, like I said... I'm just more interested in getting this information out to you guys. We live in a world now where information is out there, readily available, but sometimes it's hard to understand what that information is articulating. And this is where we come into play to break that down for you guys in a step-by-step-by-step basis. So again, like I said, more to come from that. Uh, also excited for our services for Dancehall Solutions, which is our main 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 business entity outside of just the podcast with our design services we have new hires coming in we have more promos coming out in terms of deals that you can get for websites to logos looking for a business plan i know it's challenging to write a business plan even a resume we're going to have those individuals readily available for you guys we'll have a website readily available as well and more promos coming out also we have a lot of events we will be traveling to different cities interviewing different folks so if we are in your city we'll give a heads up if we can be in Cali we can be in Atlanta we can be in Jersey or New York depending where you are definitely come out I would love the support if you guys are interested in learning more again like I said we will provide an update for you guys and like I said in closing I want to thank you guys for being supporters of us, for those that we know. Thank you for those we don't know. We still thank you for following us, listening to us. We want to provide this information for you guys where you guys are equipped for the world, including myself. I learned from my own personal information that I give on a daily when I'm researching before coming to you guys. So again, like I said, I'm excited for 2023. 2022 was a tough year. I know it. I've experienced my own stuff that I had to personally deal with but we made it guys we're here we're we're wrapping up the year just a few more days left and as we enter 2023 let's come into it renewed refreshed and ready to tackle the year it's going to be a great year guys stay focused don't let no anyone or anybody deter you from getting to your goals stay focused doesn't matter what you're going through you will make it at the end of it Again, like I said, my name is Charles Danso. For those listening, we will be this episode will be available on Spotify if you're listening right now, and or Apple Podcast. Only the two right now that we're working on right now. We will eventually transition back into SoundCloud as well as YouTube, so you can see you can see my face and our guest face when we do interview them in 2023 year. But we will provide a link for you guys for those that are interested. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe. Let's connect in 2023. And I'm looking forward to sharing a lot of content with you guys in the future. Stay safe again and have fun entering the new year. See you in 23. Peace.